1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
3: The lights are out. Hurry, sure, the lights go out. The game is over, and we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game.
4: The ball game is over. Your final score will be 123-95. The Grizzlies get the victory. And the Warriors, searching for answers, head back to the Bay after a 1-4 road trip.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Warriors wrap-up, 95-7 the game. Alan Stiles filling in for Matt Kolsky. And, uh, you know, I started with yes, yes, yes. That game was more like a no, no, no. Rough one, 123-95. Grizzlies take care of business. They were booing Iggy. They love to do that. Steve Kerr gets ejected. Everything that you kind of, I mean, obviously the guys weren't playing. All the, the starters weren't playing. But at the same time, you never like to see it. And I don't know if anybody happened to catch what happened last night with the Oscars. And I don't necessarily want to go there, but I feel like I have no choice. I feel like that's kind of what we saw. I feel like that's what The Grizzlies kind of did to the Warriors, and like I said, a bit expected, right, when you don't have your guys, and that's why last week when everybody was talking about how Miami beating Miami, it's not that big of a deal, or, you know, that's just one game, how much nicer did that feel? How much nicer did that feel compared to what just happened today? I mean, come on. You got to you gotta just enjoy things when they happen because look at where we are now. 888-957-9570 is always the number. We're going to run through some numbers here because, you know, it's good to at least have some context. You know I like my plus or minus. I don't necessarily need to go through the plus or minuses today. All you got to do is there is only one person, you know, I guess technically two, but JTA was a plus one, Iggy was a plus two, everybody else was a minus, and they were very high minuses. Switch over to the Grizzlies, and there's a bunch of pluses. So it's pretty much it, it, it's the story of the game. I think that at this point, when you look at some of the things we did see, of course, Kaminga with the highlight reels, you know, and, and and that makes you feel good about that. Obviously, just seeing Iggy back on the court made you feel good as well. But besides that, I mean, they couldn't hit a shot. They could not hit a shot. I mean, you go one and four on this road trip. You have the the game where you win. You you beat the Miami Heat. That was obviously the highlight. And besides that, it's just been lackluster. And people can talk all they want about, oh, you know, starters in play or we have the championship pedigree. What do they look like now? What do they look like now? Because what they look like to me is a team that isn't really sure what's going to happen when the playoffs come. And I'll tell you this, they could keep slipping. They could, could in theory, keep slipping to the five seed. But I'll tell you what, I don't really mind if they drop in the four seed. Because when I look at these matchups, and you know, matchups make fights and all these types of things, you got to think about this. I would rather face the Jazz then I believe it would be the Mavericks if, if they stayed where they are. Or, or it would be the Nuggets if they stayed in the three, right? You drop down to the four as of right now, and you would have the Jazz. And, and they've been struggling too. Okay, so there's that as well. But at the same time, you have to continue to – you. I want them to play well. But at the same time, I, I do think that – I do not like how they face up against the Mavericks – Okay, obviously you don't want to see a bunch of losses, right? But at this point, we're seeing them anyway. We're seeing them anyway. The, the Steve Kerr ejection for me, I I guess I get it, right? I mean, you know, a lot of the starters had the night off, so Steve kind of had half a night off too. I get it. You, you, you want to light a fire. But for me, there have been a lot of times with Steve Kerr when we've wanted to, to see that fire out of him, and we haven't. So to do it in a game like today – where, you know, everything is really uh, not really going for you anyway. You're you're giving the guys a night off and and things like that. It just seemed like, I guess, for lack of a better term, a waste of an ejection, right? I I mean, maybe uh, people believe that coaches' ejections a lot of times are planned, right? Sometimes, oh, I just got too caught up in it. But a lot of the times, hey, I want to fire my team up. We know with Steve Kerr, a lot of the time, it is calculated. I actually don't know if this one was. He he really might be just getting fed up with what's going on and these guys kind of just trying to understand where they're at and who they're going to be moving forward. You have Draymond who I don't I I thought he was on the bench, but I didn't see him earlier, but then when something went down, some play came up, he came out of the tunnel. It didn't look like he was maybe he was getting treatment. I'm not sure, but he comes out you got the Memphis bench just having the time of their life. Jaws out there, Jaron Jackson. By the way, those guys didn't play for the, the Grizzlies either. So it's not like Ja and all their guys were playing. I'm not saying it was a fair fight because the Grizzlies' depth is ridiculous right now. But it's not like they were at 100 and the Warriors were not. So to go out and, and, and end this road trip the way you did when, by the way, you have to go and face the Suns on Wednesday, and then you get the Jazz. I know I just said that you'd like to face the Jazz. This is also pick your poison, right? I'm not saying anything bad about the Jazz. I know I've called them the Gonzaga of of, of the NBA, specifically the Western Conference, but I'm not saying anything bad about the Jazz. I'm, they are, look, the the Warriors could lose to anybody right now. I'm just trying to understand if your panic level, 888-957-9570 here on the Warriors wrap-up, if your panic level is under a seven, I need to know how. I just need to know how. I don't understand how it could be anything below that, just based on what we've seen. And I guess when you look at the panic meter and what that means, to me that means their ability to, I, I can't even say win the finals, I would say just to even get to the finals. That's what I would say. That's what I would say. So, if you try to if you try to sit here and 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 discuss who you think the Warriors are going to be, the bottom line is do you think is your expectation that they're going to be a championship team or that they could be? Because if your expectation is just that they're going to be okay and 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 you know, go to the second round or whatever the case is, then sure, your panic level doesn't have to get that high. Right? But at this moment in time, I don't understand if you think the Warriors are going to based on what they did at 18 and 2, OK, I just I just can't understand how you could see and just not be a little bit more worried, a little bit more worried. And I know Bonte, I believe he said he was at a five and a half now. I don't understand that one. I, I can't sit here and say I'm anything less than a seven. 88-957-9570. nine, five, seven, nine, five, seven, zero. Let's see what's going on in the text line here. We got to talk about the small ball, right? How Kevin Durant is from a four, one, five. Kevin Durant is no longer around, which made winning with the small ball approach achievable. Even Durant had some legit seven footers when those Warrior teams were going on. And look, that was a different time. And I think that when we sat here and and really tried to enjoy, I feel like we did appreciate it. But at the same time, it it, it feels like I didn't now just based on what we're seeing, right? Like I, I think I did. I think I enjoyed it. Or even even the years before KD, I think I enjoyed it. But you see what's going on now and you see the teams and you know the young guys. There's even things going on with Igadala was on a was on a podcast talking about the young guys and, and, and how it's I guess trying to understand, you know, the decisions from the front office to make certain decisions in one way, but on the other in the other way, you're supposed to play with rookies, right? So a lot is going on with the Warriors right now. It's 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 not great but you do always have – I know it's been real negative to start here, but you do always have the one thing that we haven't seen all season long. And I guess, you know, without James Wiseman, technically I guess we have seen that team, but we haven't seen a lot of them, right? So you get Steph, you get the core three together, and that's the one nugget that we can all hold above our heads to say, you know what, we might be okay. We might be okay because we still haven't seen it. So if you go out and you get blown out by – you know, with your starters, now the panic meter should be higher. But at least you can say, look, we haven't all played together. You're still trying to get healthy. I think the issue is do you do, you, you do not want to go into the playoffs still trying to get healthy. Right? Like, Or, or, or the idea that Steph is going to be 100% or even that Draymond is going to be 100% or even that Clay is going to be 100% as well. Because one positive thing we have seen from this situation, right, is you are starting to see Clay a little bit find his form right he he is still volume shooting but he is playing a little bit better and you can just start to see it one one two three four you know a couple games in a row the other issue is you only got six games left you only got six games left so you do not necessarily have time to figure this out and just like in years past where Steph didn't even have to play a first round series that's how good this team is that's not that team that is not that team. You need all hands on deck immediately, and a lot of these a lot of these games that they have coming up are against teams that obviously, if they were to keep con- continuing in the playoffs, they'd have to face the Suns, the Jazz. They just played the Grizzlies, and I will say this as well. I'm a big, you know, mentality guy, right? Like, like just just the vibes that you see, once it's happening, literally on the court, and just. The way that the Grizzlies and I know they do this to everyone because the Grizzlies are, you know, they, they're young. You know, they 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 get on Twitter, they'll roast you, they do all these things. They were having a lot of fun, and, and there's something to be said about teams that can play that loose. Number one, they took out the Warriors last year, right? I just don't like the mentality right now that I'm seeing with the Grizzlies. They are not scared of anybody. They really aren't. And here's the thing. Somebody could say, "Hell, Texline can hop in." You know what? The Grizzlies—they haven't done anything. Whatever, you still got the Suns, right? And then you got Jokic MVP. So there are no, there are no easy answers to this question. So I know we discuss w- what seating and things like that. The bottom line is, there's no answer. There's no easy way to get this done. And I- I'm just trying to figure out whether I believe in the wars enough to think that they can win those 16 games based on what we've been seeing. And I know we haven't seen Steph. I know we haven't seen Steph. And that's the only reason I do believe that we can make it happen, right? That, that, that this coaching staff, that this team is going to rally together. Apparently Steve Kerr did go back into, into the locker room after he was ejected and and chatted with the team, tried to fire him up a bit. And we know that we know that, they had no business winning that game today anyway, right? It's just go out, get better, and continue to improve. But who did have to show up and do whatever he could do was Mike Brown. And we have sound from Mike Brown on just the Warriors and the position that they're in right now.
5: Being in the position that we're in right now, where you got to keep elevating your game, uh, is unfamiliar territory for a lot of our guys. And so uh, uh, the only thing we can do is continue to work. And, uh, and and wait till everybody gets back and and then continue to try to turn it up and match when they do because uh, it's not gonna get any easier from here in our position. Yeah. I mean, I mean,
0: nobody is going to help you, right? They they need to just pull themselves up by their bootstraps and figure out a way to get this thing back on track. Because this idea that you're just gonna turn it on and play good basketball as soon, okay, well it's the playoffs, so now we're gonna now we're gonna turn it on and play. This is not the flip of a switch. Can't do that. You can't do that. And look, I do believe that the Warriors can win the championship. I do believe that. But each time they go out and and we hear the same things from the coaches and we hear the same things from the players, you don't have Steph right now. Draymond's trying to 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 the you know, galvanize the troops. But it, it just doesn't look great. And now you got to deal with the Suns, who everybody, it doesn't matter what the Warriors have done these last couple seasons, everybody wants a shot at the Warriors. It doesn't make a difference. When doesn't make a difference. Who's playing? I mean, you got Dylan Brooks, he's dancing around, having the time of his life. We understand that's what he does, and he's an he's irritant, and, and he does those things on purpose. But right now, the Warriors are a bit of a leaky faucet, and everybody wants a chance at him. Phoenix Suns would love nothing more than to, than to take care of the Warriors in a big way because it's always a big game. Like all the national games, they do all these things because people love the Warriors or they love to hate the Warriors. And the other teams know this, and they see them a bit wounded, and they're going to continue to go at them over and over again. That's just, that's, just, that's just what it is, right? So you have the Suns, the Jazz, the Kings, the Lakers, the Spurs, and the Pelicans. What do you do? And so much can happen in the standings between now and then. You, the, the, nothing can be booked right now. You have the Warriors with, obviously, their games back. You have the Warriors in the three. Mavericks right behind them. Jazz right behind them. And even the Nuggets not too far behind them. I mean, it's, it's starting to spiral, right? And I guess what we could do, there's a couple ways to approach games like this. We, we sit here and we say, you know what? Take it with a grain of salt. Our guys in play. The problem is we've been having to do that too often, even when the starters are playing. So 888-957-9570, if you want to ch- chime in, text line, call line, let me know how you're feeling. What is your panic meter at? Might sound worse for me, but I'm actually only at a seven, right? Seven out of ten. Let me know where yours is because you got to go through this gauntlet even just to get – to the finals and then you have to beat whoever the east puts up. That that's the situation right now if you are the Warriors and I understand got to get healthy, get in the right, you know, get in the right situation, right? That's why on a day like today, I understand I understand why people, you know, owes of this, owes of that. I understand it's not necessarily I don't know if it's more of him as a player or just the fact that the Warriors have him and not a big. I can't I I don't know which it is. For, you know, for the fan base, because we understand and whoever that they picked up, we don't even know if they would be even in the playoff rotation based on based on who was left, right? Who was in the scrap heap, if you will. So to me, that's why these games are so weird, because Jordan, I wanted him out of there. I want Jordan Poole out of there, even Wiggins. And everybody has a lot to say about Wiggins. He was a minus 19 today. And, and it's easy to pile on. 0 for, 0 for 5 from 3, right? 12, 12 shots, I think, in the first half or 12 points. Something ridiculous like that. So if you, were, if you are Steve Kerr and you decide, look, I'm going to try to fire up my guys, I don't know if it was calculated. I don't know if it was on purpose. And I'm not going to say whether it worked or didn't work because at the end of the day, they just didn't have the horses today and everybody knew that, right? What we are excited to see Kaminga, what we are excited to see, Iggy back on the court. Those are the positives that I have. Those are the positives that I have from a game like today. And it's hard to even find them, to even find them. But we got some more sound. Let's go back to Mike Gra- Mike Brown on, you know, playing a little bit better in the second half. And at least they had that to hang their hat on.
5: In the second half, our group uh, could have easily gone out there and dropped their heads and said, hey, we're down 20 or 30 or whatever we were down at halftime. And just throwing in the towel, but uh, I thought our guys—they uh, were really, really good in the second half. In, in terms of of competing and bringing the physicalness to the game and to, to Memphis, you know that, that that type of deficit is is hard to overcome, uh, even if you have all of your your main guys. So the guys that played, you know, I took my hat off to them because I thought they competed in the second half. And yeah, I mean, I mean, at
0: least you can take something from that. And and you know, get that momentum going. That, that that's all that's all we can ask for at this point. 510 is chiming in on the text line. My questions are will Iguodala score third ever score over 30 points and take over a game? And will Draymond score more than 10 points in a game? I don't think either of those obviously Draymond could score 10, right? But I don't think both of those or either of them need to happen for the Warriors to win. But you do need to have more you do need you do need to get more from your veteran guys. And Draymond has been very honest as he always is talking about how they how he hasn't been playing well and how it's been weird that to be on a team where they're actually worse when he plays. So, he's being honest about it. He's he's doing the best he can to be honest about it, but you got you got to get better. It's the same thing, you know, with Clay. He knows he's missing shots. He knows this, he knows that. You got to figure out a way if you think or if you believe that you can make this run because they're not getting—they're not getting off—they're not getting any younger. Number one, and they are in a good position. As bad as this feels right now, they are in a good position, but they have to take advantage. Let's go to Mike in SF. Mike wants to talk about the Dubs, and he believes they are in big trouble. What's up, Mike?
6: Yeah, what's up, man? I'm, uh, I'm panic meter is way up to nine now. Uh, this team really is not playing good basketball. I know obviously uh, Curry's out, and that's a huge factor in it, but. You look at a team like Memphis, look at their 18-2 and two without John Moran, which is insane when you think about it, and when they lost other starters. It doesn't matter who, who's out for them, who's out for the Suns. These teams just continue rolling. So it's just I don't know if it's a bad time about the, the depth on this, on, the, on this team right now where they can't even compete uh, with, the, with, the, with this Grizzlies team. Uh, that's not out there. Uh, defensively, they're just, they're just a mess right now. Offensively, besides Jordan Poole, really nobody – Clay's hit or miss, still finding his form. Draymond's a non-factor. Wiggins, since Clay's gotten back, is pretty much fair. So you're relying for guys to show flashes like Kaminga or Moody, who can give you production, but they're not consistent enough at this point. So it's basically you're relying on Jordan Poole, and that's not enough, man. They can't beat the worst teams. You know they struggled against the uh, Wizards. Just a disastrous chip, and right now, this, I hope they can hold on to this three because I I'm not confident in these final seven games they're going to be able to win more than maybe one or two, they got the Suns coming up. That's going to be a loss at Chase. So, uh, right now, man, if they don't, they don't hold on to that three seed, I just fear uh, by the time Curry comes back, if he does come back and everything's rolling, I don't know if they can beat whoever they're going to play in the first round. Probably who they're going to play, probably maybe a mem- a Denver, Utah. So, things are not looking good right now, man. I don't know what we can hang our hat on. Curry's probably the only thing, and we're assuming he's going to beat him, his old self, and his whole all-star self to carry us and get us all these jobs. And I just don't know with the way this team is playing right now, if that's going to be enough. As great as Curry is, man, you're going to need those other guys against elite teams in the playoffs. So I think Dub Nation, man, Panamater is at all-time high right now because they're not playing, but they're playing their worst basketball and they're heading into playoffs and which is the worst time to be doing this. Thanks for the time.
0: No, that's a great call, Mike. That's a great call. And look, what I'm seeing here and what I'm reading on the text line a lot of people now are kind of going back to, oh, well, you know, who thought that the Warriors were going to win a championship anyway? And I'm not saying that you didn't believe this at one point, or you did. I guess my question to you is, is this a little bit of when they, when the Warriors started out as hot as they did? Did your expectations not change at all? Because that's what I saw. I saw at the beginning of the season, maybe they could be a four seed. We don't – all the actual question marks that the Warriors had, right – That was a real thing. Then all of a sudden, the Warriors get off to a hot start, surprise everybody, probably even themselves, to be fair. And now all of a sudden, at one point, people were talking about the Warriors going to the finals without Clay. I mean, many moons ago, this actually happened, right? So now all of a sudden, the Warriors aren't playing well. And I get it when when the facts change, opinions can change, and I agree with that as well. But there was a time... Where we thought we all legitimately thought that this team could win a championship. Nobody ever thought it would be a cakewalk. I know that for a fact. But there was a time when you you sat there and you thought and you said, "You know what? They put some things together. The Warriors. They could. You know, they could do some damage. Maybe we could be back." And we haven't seen Splash Brothers together without Kevin Durant in so long. And we started to get excited about these things. Maybe, maybe we sold too high. Maybe, maybe it's not fair to them to to have these thoughts because they didn't have them at the beginning. I saw I saw some places that had them finishing in the fi- in the fifth seed, in the fifth seed. So now all of a sudden they get off to a hot start, and I think Dub Nation right now is is split a little bit between hey, let's be more realistic, or you're not even hitting the panic button, right? I, I that that is what I have seen on social media that's what i'm seeing on the text line. So, it's interesting to me to to kind of break down what it is or what dub nation thinks that that you are going to do or that the wars are going to do this season. Okay? That that's that's the bottom line. 8, 816 is chiming in. The only people panicking are the ones that thought too highly of them to begin with. They're not taking a tangible look at the team. They're going off championship bravado. I I I completely agree with that, but it's not ju- it wasn't just dub nation. It was all over the nation. It was all over the nation. So it switches back now because we 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 didn't think the Warriors were the team that they were at the beginning of the season. At least I didn't. But we also don't think the Warriors are the team that they are now. Obviously without Steph, but they, they even had some rough games with Steph. So the question is on what end of the spectrum are they in reality, right? Will the real Golden State Warriors please stand up? I think that's the question. We don't know because we haven't seen them enough together. The question is, are you going to have enough time together to at least get through the first round and continue to build, you know, that that code together? Is there going to be enough time? That That's what we're all waiting to see. But well, 95.7 of the game, Warriors wrap up. Alan Stiles filling in for Matt Kolsky. When we come back, we're going to keep chatting. We're going to keep chatting about the Warriors. We're going to take some more of your calls, 888-957-9570. Stay on the text line. We'll be right back.
4: It is as we feared. 63-37 Grizzlies at the break. Steve Kerr just got teed up. There was no foul call, and he has been ejected. He thought there was a foul on that last drive to the rim, and he is really hot.
3: Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game.
0: Man, oh man, oh man. Warriors Wrap-Up. Allen Stiles filling in for Matt Kolsky, 95.7 The Game, and, you know... Steve Kerr felt like he had to, you know, fire up the troops a little bit, okay? You know, the, the the young pups, get them going a little bit. And look, whether it worked or not, they did play better in the second half. So, at least we can say that, you know, there have been times where, oh, we want to see Steve Kerr get more fired up and, and things like that. Well, here we are with it. Here we are. 888-957-9570 is... The call line and the text line. We got some texts coming in. We got a couple calls. We're going to get to eight three one text. Draymond is washed and not a productive player anymore. That's a pretty hot take. I, I, I again, we have to see it all together. Draymond is a guy who he his his job and what he's good at. Besides, you know, defensively, you know, he does his thing on his own. But offensively, it's it is tough to watch when you're all oh, can you at least you know have something in your arsenal is actually when they were rolling the Warriors back in the day Draymond was a threat at the three-point line I mean as we've watched this you know his career, I feel like it's become a thing, right? It's been a, a joke, I guess, and and it's just gotten worse. And then you have the shot last year with the Grizzlies where he completely misses it. So he, I do feel like he gets a bit of a bad rap, but only Draymond can change that. You know, he he is a one of the most moving, important moving parts that the Warriors have, but they all have to move together. So Ryan is on the line from the East Bay, and Ryan wants me and everybody else to ease up on the panic button. What's up, Ryan?
8: Uh, Thanks for having me on, man. Of course. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we just beat the best team in the East on the road. Like, um, we're talking about regular season basketball here where we had to play four nights in a row on the road. You don't ever have to do that in a playoffs ever. So I think there's just a ton to be happy about uh even with seven games left who cares uh we're playing we're playing like that we got iggy who just checked in jordan pool he's a max deal guy and i think wherever clay goes he's a 20 million dollar a year guy you know and you talk about draymond he just makes stuff better and he's just the best defensive pick and roll
0: player in the league and that's all i got man thanks for having me thank you ryan no thank you for the call look we, 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 like, we like to even things out. We've been, re- you know, it's, it's been a tough game, right? It was a tough game to watch. It's been a tough stretch, one and four these last games. So, you always got to hear the other side and think of it on the other side. I do think when it comes to Draymond, he does make Steph a lot better. And Steph is not playing right now. So, if you believe that the Warriors can, you know, flip that switch. Like they say, you can't do that in high school, but the Warriors are good enough to flip that switch. Then your panic button probably isn't as high as other people, your panic meter. But for me, I don't know that they can flip it the same way we've seen them flip in the past. There are other guys in the league now. There's Ja Morant. There's Luka. There's Jokic, right? There are fundamental things that this team, the Warriors, are missing. There's a reason that they wanted Wiseman on the floor, and he's not going to be on it. Will it make a difference or will it matter? We'll see. We will see. But let's get to the shot of the game. The shot of the game is presented by the County of Santa Clara.
4: Chiosa gets the ball to Bielica. Bielica off a pin down to Moody. Moody gets it. Top side dribble goes right side to Chioza. Drives on Tyus Jones. Skip pass over the corner. There's Andre. He'll let it fly. Three ball. Left corner of pocket for Igadala. Warriors on a 7-0 one. They lead 16 to 13. Puts his
1: hands out like what me worry?
4: Exactly.
0: That was the shot of the game presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID 19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org or call 211. And that look, the 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 iggy booing thing. Right, the Iggy getting booed—it's kind of funny just because Memphis—they're trolls—but it, it is so overblown. I mean, you guys weren't that. I think the craziest thing about the Iggy thing is that he went to the finals that season. Like, he made the right decision. Iggy is no spring chicken, okay? So the fact that they hold it against him when they—they they themselves, right, didn't do anything that year is ridiculous. Let's talk to Darrell and Antioch. Darrell wants to talk about the Dubs and he believes that they are in big trouble. What's up, my man?
8: Uh,
9: yeah,
8: man, I man. I I think we in big big trouble. Um, we didn't adjust the big man for just for insurance. I think we uh, just relied on uh, the just the lineup what we had. We got out to a hot start. Um, I think we kind of like oh well, we can we can possibly do this without it, but now it's, it's, it's our our holes is is, is being revealed. Big time. Um, and we got to go up through with, you know, just in the West with all the big men. And then also in the East, you got Philadelphia, you got Milwaukee. So it's, I think we in big trouble.
0: Yeah, Darrell, look, thank you for the call. And and I, I, I do agree to, I don't know how much trouble, I know I said my panic meter was at a seven, right? Which feels like it's big, big trouble. I do think that the words can figure this out. But I guess my question is, did the Warriors, not that you ever want to lose games, but basically, did their hot start end up really getting in the way and, and, and giving the front office or whoever you want to blame this on the ability to, to sit there and say, you know what, I think we're okay. We're, we're rolling right now, right? Like, basically, am I saying, would you have rather see the Warriors lose a couple more games at the beginning of the season, right? So, so the, the things that were being masked that you thought were okay – weren't going to get masked like that. Now I will say this: we always knew that the Warriors were missing that big man presence. Draymond goes down, that makes it even more obvious in that way. But we kept the James Wiseman, James Wiseman, James Wiseman. Now James Wiseman's not coming, right? The Cavalry isn't coming. So and you put yourself in a position where I think everybody should be held accountable. Anybody that makes those decisions, right? Whether you know and and I know that there were setbacks, right? But for the trade deadline to go by and you felt with Draymond out at that time and and Wiseman already, you know, being in a situation where there've been a couple setbacks, things like that for them to sit up there and decide to not make a move. I I don't know that anybody, you know, quote unquote regrets it or whatever the case is, but you got to ride with it now. And I think that the interesting thing is maybe And not to say we never knew how much, you know, Wiseman was going to be used in this, you know, uh, in this season anyway, right? But you go into a situation now where maybe once – so I guess we just said everybody thinks – things can change every single day, right? If these last couple years have shown us anything, the the word fluid, right? So maybe for me, you don't have to sit there and say – no, I never thought, I'm not making anybody, eight 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 I'm not making anybody sit here and, and stick to whatever they believed throughout the process. Maybe what this is, is, well, at the beginning of the season when they are really hot, I thought that maybe they could sneak in and win another championship, right? My expectations changed, but honestly, Allen, based on what I'm seeing now, they're just changing again, right? Like, at the beginning of the season... I thought that maybe they could make something happen with the way that they were rolling. You get Clay back. Now we've seen what Clay currently is. He can continue to get better, right? But we don't have 25 more games here. We have six, so maybe it's yeah. There was a there was a time throughout the season where I thought, wow, you get Clay back, you get James Wiseman, the Warriors could be hosting up another trophy, and now you just don't feel like that anymore. 888-957-9570. And if you feel like that. That's okay. We don't have to stick to whatever we thought at any point in the season. They they, they, could, they could go 6-0. Your thought could change again. They could go out, get Steph back, and it's just like 2014, 2015, 2016. And, and now, okay, now we're rolling again. But as of right now and based on what I've seen, I, I, I got to be honest with you, Western Conference Finals might be close to get to. When you look at when you look at the other teams that are in that are in this position, right? How can you sit there and necessarily say, hey, we're gonna be okay? We're gonna be okay. I I, I don't know. I don't know. So 888 957 9570 We got some of these texts coming in. Hey Styles, Whitey Gleason said it perfectly on Saturday morning. The front office committed malpractice by not having at least one healthy seven footer on the roster at all times. It's hard to it's hard. It's hard. So you make your decision, you make your bed, you lay in it. That's how it goes, right? So now there, there's no real need to look back and they should have done this, they should have done that, which they should have. I'm saying now, I guess a better question is when you look at the court three and you know, some of the things that have been going on with what Iggy said and they're playing with nineteen year olds and the decisions that they made, how upset are you with the front office? Number one and number two, is there any part of maybe Steph Curry that maybe feels like, man, I, I've, you know, I haven't had Clay. I don't have a big man. I, I love the young guys. I think they're going to be really good. But this is another year. I'm not getting any younger. I'm not Benjamin Button. And now you have to move forward with what you got. You got to move forward with what you got. Let's talk to Wiser from Bayview. He, will, he believes that the Dubs are done.
9: Hey, what's up with you, man? Loving this show, man. Listen, I, I'm a realist. I'm a diehard 49ers. I'm a diehard Warriors. But the same way I felt about the Niners, listen, I'm just being honest and keeping it real with everybody listening. Warriors are done. Might as well just, you know, get in there, maybe make a little noise, mess around. But they're probably going to be one and done because they had the opportunity to address all the problems that they could address, but they didn't. They didn't address the big man. They they, they sat up. And I don't know what it is about the Warriors. It's just like the 49ers. they they scared to spend money. I mean, these owners are billionaires. They are scared to spend money. And just want to jump on the Niners, and I'll get off real fast. I know we're talking about the Warriors. But what the 49ers, look at they stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo because they just dropped the ball. Opportunity was there. They didn't pull the trigger. They should have did it last year. This should have been traded last second year. They didn't do it. So, just want to say I love the show, man. But, yeah, I'm just going to be honest. I love the Warriors. I'm not a hater. I love them. But they done.
0: Wiser, thank you, man. Thank you from Bayview. And and I, on a day like today, on a night like tonight, after a game like this, I can't really sit here and 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 say anybody's wrong, right? But well, that, that that's that's sports opinions to begin with unless you literally have facts, right? Nobody is actually wrong about anything because we don't know. So if you think the Warriors are done, I can see where you're coming from. If you think the Warriors, look, they haven't played with their whole crew yet. We still got some time. I can understand that too. Like you don't have to necessarily choose a side, but if you want to, you can do that too. 5-1-0 chiming in what makes you think they could turn it around? Is Steph the only reason? So I don't think that question is specifically for me. I think it's for everybody that is in the, hey, let's get the whole team. We're in the turnaround camp. It could be okay. Though no, 888-957-9570. I am curious about that as well. If you're asking me how I think the Warriors could turn it around, it is, is it just that simple, right? Steph, a healthy Draymond, and I think the X factor here is – what version of Clay is going to be there in the playoffs? Clay is not 100% this season. He was never supposed to be, right? He was never supposed to be. That's why the Warriors, it was so surprising when they started out the way they were without Clay. And you get Clay back, he dunks on someone, everybody's excited. But in reality, in reality, He was never supposed to be 100%, and that's okay. So that's why when people, you know, you got to sit clay or whatever, whatever the case is, you're not sitting the clay about that that we've seen of old. You are sitting this clay that we're still trying to get back to where, you know, the clay of old. So whether that's the move or not, there's a lot of things wrong. There's a lot of things wrong that could get fixed within the next couple weeks, or they couldn't. And I don't think anybody should be surprised, and I'm just going to say it, and I'm not trying to be hot takey, but I don't think anybody should be surprised if the Warriors, the the most ifs, right, they could go to the finals, and I don't think anybody would be particularly surprised, or they could be out in the first round. And I also don't think anybody would be extremely surprised. It is – It is that simple. They're just, it's a wild card right now. It's too much of a wild card. You have guys coming back from injury. I just think what I would be nervous about is that in a year, in a season where things have been so up and down for the Warriors, even though it's a great season, it's been a great regular season, so many things have to go right at the right time. And I don't know that that's going to happen. I don't know that that's going to happen. There's a lot of things that have to be right at, at the at the exact time these guys start. And oh, by the way, you still have to play well. You still have to play actually the best basketball that you, you. We're asking the Warriors to now play the best basketball that they played basically all season. The only reason I'm not talking about the beginning of the season because Clay's there now. So you have to play the best basketball that you have all season with with Clay, and we have not seen it. We have not seen it. Let's hear the the phone lines, the call lines. It is on fire right now. Thank you, Sterling, for handling it the way you do. You are my guy. Let's go to Brian from Hayward. Brian wants to talk about the dubs in this final stretch. What's up, Brian? Hey,
3: what's up, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. I love the show. Um, One thing I've noticed is that as a team gets better, and any professional team, sports team gets better, they're – amount of fans that they have somehow miraculously grows. Um, It's kind of weird to me that more opinions are formed about a better team than about a team that struggles. Um, When I was growing up, the Warriors used to struggle, and we didn't have a lot of fans. And there wasn't a heavy opinion about how they played. But now um, everybody seems to think that if we had a seven-footer or if we addressed the big man – You know our problems would be solved. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that we have the best shooting backcourt of all time. We invented the small ball. If you want to go back to the Nelly days and even with the Splash Brother days, we don't need a big. We got Draymond and we run the floor. So with that being said, I think everybody is just uh, a little bit fixated on the big man. And Wiseman looks to be pretty promising from what I saw from last year, but He's not going to solve everything, just like Draymond's not going to solve everything. It's the continuity, and it's getting back to what we do, hitting shots, playing defense, and staying disciplined on defense, and uh, just playing Warriors ball. Small ball, keep it running, make your shots, play some deep. Thanks, guys. Have a great night.
0: Thank you for the call, Brian. I, I will say this. I'm trying to get to the-, to the other calls we have. we got a couple minutes here. But I will say this, because I saw it in the text line, too, when the Warriors were rolling, what big man did they have? They did have Kevin Durant. And that does change a lot of things, right? So yeah, they had Zaza and Bogut. It, 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 don't sleep on what they did specifically Bogut. but at the same time throughout throughout this other part of the stretch they they had Javel. and I'm not saying if the wars had JaVale, none of these would be a problem, but it would help it would help let's not let's not let's not forget everybody's a little bit older now but at the end of the day if you're talking about these last couple you know this last run besides what the Warriors did yes and I understand they had you know those outstanding years with with just the you know not not a highlight real big man but that's also not what people are asking for now nobody thought that DeAndre a a DeAndre Ayton clone was going to end up on the Warriors nobody thought that but there are things that Looney a lot of you know Looney an unsung hero. I don't think he's as unsung as he used to be, but Looney, he, he's, he's had a rough go this season, not roughing that he's not playing well. He's been playing great, but it's been a lot on him, right? So, but maybe some of this is recency bias because you haven't seen everybody together. So I, I can see both sides of it as well. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Gene, got a couple minutes here. Dubs are old and breaking down. What's up with you, Gene?
2: Yeah, so I actually, you just covered uh, a couple of the points I was going to make. Yeah, I mean, listen. Early on in the season, you know, having that great start was kind of fool's of gold because we have one of the one of the easiest schedules, and it was early in the season. We have an old team. We're one of the fifth. We're the fifth oldest team by average age in in the NBA. So, uh, I mean, I had the fear that a lot of people had that you know this was this plain small ball constantly game in and game out was going to wear us out. I mean, I still remember back in 2015, 16, uh, one of those years, uh, I think during the playoffs when Kerr was asked, well, if the death lineup is your best lineup, and in fact, maybe the best lineup in the NBA at that point, why don't you keep playing it? And he says, because you can't. You you can't sustain it. You know, it just wears you down. So, you know, early on I thought, Okay, well, but they got deaf this year, right? Look at that bench. Look how well they're playing, right? But they're old, too, and they started to wear down. So I think what what we're seeing is the culmination of an old team, you know, just uh, really burnt out at this point. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I know there's been talk about getting a big man through the year, but it's easier said than done. I mean, I think they're more or less stuck with Wiseman and hope that Hope he, he becomes a, you know, hope it's more of an MP where he was out for, t- for his first three years, ultimately became an MVP candidate, and not a Greg Oden, who was a, a total washout because of his uh, his injuries. But beyond that, you know, I think they're going to have to lean more and more on the young guys and hope that uh, we, can, we can develop the next dynasty.
0: Thank you, Gene. Thank you, Gene. I mean... Multiple things can be true in this situation. Multiple things, but I, I do. We still have that carrot above our head. We got to see them all together. We see them all together. We'll be okay. I want to get to that guy in Oakland. That guy, you got about twenty seconds, thirty seconds. Warriors living on a hope and a prayer. What's up, that guy?
3: Thanks
8: for killing us. Hey, Styles, can you hear me? Yeah,
0: yeah, I got you.
8: Yeah, thanks for killing it tonight, man. Great show. Hey. I just wanted to add real fast, and no one only got 20 seconds, but look, the other teams, like uh, Phoenix and uh, the team we played tonight, they lose their star, and they're still winning 80% of their games. You Without CP0 and Jaw, they're still winning 80% of the games. The Warriors lose one guy, and it's the opposite. They win 20% of the games. So that tells me the roster construction it was poor. The, the guys at the end of the, the play-in tournament last year when they lost, went to management and said, look, Smiley Geech, Wanamaker, they're cute, but they're not going to do it for us. You need to go out and get the guys from Washington. You need to get some bonus. You need to get some real veterans in here. And they didn't do it. They lived on a hope and a prayer that Clay would have magically, nine months later, be you know, an all-star again, and Wiseman was coming back. And it didn't work out. And so now they're paying the price, and they're going to go down the same road and be one and done again because they didn't put this thing together. And it's not about spending money. Just for some reason, they couldn't attract any stars either. So I, I don't understand that. You're playing a brand-new stadium, world champions. You can't get anyone here. And so that's it. You guys have a great night. Thanks, Styles.
0: Thanks, that guy. Thanks, that guy. Look, so many great calls today, so many great texts. The bottom line is the Warriors are not done yet, right? And they got who they got. You got to ride with them and they'll be okay. We're going to, we're just going to keep hope alive. We, we, we want them to be okay. But this has been the Warriors wrap up with Alan Styles, filling in for Matt Kolsky, 95, the game. We will talk to you soon.
7: This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds.